Today is Rosh Chodesh Sivan, which, uh, in addition to being a special day, because every Rosh Chodesh is special, um, especially this one, because it begins the month of Shavuos, the giving of Torah. But not only the month, but the um, more intensive preparations to Shavuos, as it was the first time, 3,329 years ago. The Torah tells us that it was on Rosh Chodesh Sivan that the Jewish people, Klal Yisrael, arrived at Har Sinai, ready um, to get ready to receive the Torah six days later. And in fact, every one of those days was unique in something that happened as a preparation for the giving of the Torah. Um, as far as Rosh Chodesh itself, there the Pasuk says, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged Ahar, the Jewish people encamped by the mountain, and Chazal tell us that the word is Vayichan, which is singular, as if there was one Yid um, encamping there. And that's because at that point they were in a state of perfect unity, like one person with one heart. So that the first step of their preparation for giving of Torah on the day that they arrived in Har Sinai was that level of perfect unity that they attained on that day. The second day of Sivan is called Yom HaMiyuchas, the day of our Yichus, the day that talks about our special nature, our, spe- our special um, who we are. And that's because it was on that day that Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu very beautiful words about Klal Yisrael. He says, V'yisem li'sgula mikol amim, you'll be for me a treasure from amongst all the nations. V'atam tiyuli mamlechas koyanim v'goy kodesh, you'll be for me a kingdom of koyanim and a holy nation. This all was said on the second day of Sivan. And therefore it's called the day of our yichus, the day of our of our specialness, so to speak. The third day is the beginning of what we call the Shlesha Simei Hagbala, literally the three days of Hagbala, which Hagbala really means like limitations or gates, fences. And that's because it was on that day that Hashem said the mitzvah of cordoning off Har Sinai and creating Hagbalas, creating those limitations of where people could go to or can't or would not be able to go to um, on that day of the giving of Torah. That's on the third of Sivan. The fourth of Sivan, Hashem gave them the next mitzvah, and that was the mitzvah of Prisha, which was separation of husband and wife, because there was not to be any intimate relations between husband and wife for those next um, two days before the giving of the Torah on the sixth. So that was the fourth of uh, Sivan. The fifth of Sivan is the day when we actually said Nasev and Nishma, when we accepted upon ourselves to to do whatever Hashem tells us, and to hear, and to listen to the reasons, and that was our ultimate acceptance, right before the Torah was given, on the sixth day of Sivan, which was Shabbos, when Hashem actually gave us the Torah. So quickly, in review, on the first day, we reached the level of perfect unity, on the second day, Hashem gave, told us how much He loves us, and His um, endearment, of us, in terms of endearment. On the third day, he gave us the mitzvah of Hagbala, of putting up those fences around Har Sinai. On the fourth day, he gave us the mitzvah of Prisha, separation of husband and wife. On the fifth day is when we said Nasa Venishma, and then we received the Torah on the sixth day of Sivan. Obviously, if these were the steps that led up to the giving of the Torah, we're talking really here about five steps on an internal level that makes one um, able or prepared to receive the Torah. And we know receiving the Torah wasn't just about receiving a book, that was actually the day when Hashem connected to us in the ultimate way 
Um, it's called the Chasana. It's called the wedding of Hashem and the Jewish people. It's the day where Hashem chose us from amongst all the other nations. As we say, Ubanu Baharta, He chose us. That's referring to that day. So these five days leading up to Shavuos are five steps that are necessary in our preparation in order to become Hashem's nation, to connect to Hashem in the most deep and meaningful way. So let's take a quick look at what these five steps really mean, um, and for us even today. The first step is unity. Why is unity so important? And of course there's more than one explanation to that, but perhaps one explanation is unity really above anything else is the idea of selflessness. We know that we're different, every person is different from every other person. Some people fit more with the way I am, some less um, with the way I am. But definitely some people are very drastically different from the way I am. So in order to be able to have a perfect unity with everyone, that comes from a tremendous level of selflessness and not being self-centered, not being into oneself. And only when one is able to put themselves aside then one able to appreciate and come close and connect with everyone else as well. So the first step, you want to have a meaningful relationship with Hashem, it starts with selflessness, it starts with putting away my own uh, needs, desires, self-centeredness, to be able to connect to something else and something greater. And that was the first day. The second day, Hashem just showered His love on us. He told us how much He loves us, we said before, Segula, treasure, Koyanim, Goy Kodesh, holy people. And that's so amazing and important to understand that the relationship of a Yid with Hashem is not based on rules, on did I do this or I didn't do that, did I live up to expectations, it's based on love. And just like the relationship that we have with our own children or parents or spouses, that it should never be based on rules. It's based on a love of that person for who they are and what they are. Um, and rules come later and expectations come later. And Hashem told us that on that second day of Sivan, um, the first words that He told Meshur Rabbeinu was not what He wants us to do, but how much He loves us. And reciprocally, the same is with us to Hashem. Our love to Hashem is not based on what He gives us or or does He take care of every need that we, that we want and desire, but it's a love that's not based on what's being done, on rules that are being followed. On the third day, Hashem gave us the concept of boundaries, which is so important, especially when we have a love-based relationship. Love, in order for it to flourish, needs boundaries. Love doesn't mean that one tramples on the other and just thinks about themselves because they want to come so close to the other that they don't care about the other or where I stand and where they stand. So much has been written about this. But the idea of boundaries is so necessary in order that the love should be a true love and a real love and one that's not, again, self-serving and self-centered. So that's what Hashem tells us on the next day. He says, true, I love you and you love me. And now let's create the boundaries of where you are, where I am, till where you come when we come close and where you stay back and make sure that those boundaries are in place. On the next day, we have the mitzvah of Prisha. As you said, the difference, the separation between husband and wife that was necessary for the two days leading up to the giving of Torah. And that represents the idea that for one to become truly spiritual and to connect to Hashem properly, one has to understand that <coughs> materialistic pleasures and desires um, could impede one's ruchnius, one's spirituality. Um, when one is just involved in filling all their desires and needs which are physical and animalistic, 
then one will not be able to attain a real level of appreciation for that which is spiritual and holy. And therefore, although of course the missile wasn't for constant separation, it was only for those two days, but it's important to understand that in order to reach an elevated level of spiritual connectedness, one has to be able to suppress at times um, the need and desire for, or the fulfillment of all of the desires of our animal soul. And from there we come to the fifth day, which is where we talked about the rules of Torah, Nasev and Nishma, that ultimately Hashem does have rules in place, and that's the mitzvahs of the Torah. Those rules, of course, are made for our benefit and for the benefit of our connection to Hashem and for the benefit of our own well-being. But we don't always recognize the benefits. We don't always feel the benefits, and sometimes we might resent a particular rule. Just like any child that might re- re- might resent a rule that's made in school or at home, which of course is made for their own well-being and their own growth, but nevertheless, when I'm at the receiving end of a rule, it's not always something that I appreciate. And therefore, on that final day before the giving of the Torah, we said, Nasev and Nishma, we will do, we will follow, we will obey, and we will try to understand as well. But necessarily in that order, first we'll try to obey, and then we'll work understanding as well. And once that was in place, we were ready for the final day of the giving of Torah, where we have, again, that marriage of Hashem and the Jewish people, an eternal marriage, which will be revealed in all its glory very soon with the coming of Mashiach. Of course, we just have to conclude by saying what the Rebbe said so many times with regard to every Yom Tev, and specifically regarding Shavuos, that we don't do Yom Tev as a commemorative um, event for something that happened so long ago. We believe it's something that happens again every year. On a spiritual level, Hashem gives the Torah to us every year. And therefore, all of these steps of preparation starting from today, the concept of unity, and then the second day, and the third day, and the fourth, and the fifth, are all necessary and relevant preparations for us this year as well, as we prepare to receive the Torah once again from Hashem. And Hashem should help it should be together with the Torah Chadasha, the new levels of Torah revealed with the coming of Mashiach, maybe this year, even before Yom Tov. A good Chodesh and a good Shabbos.